Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Breathe Motivation. My name is Anthony Hester. I am your host. So glad to join you today. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. I really appreciate it. I love, love, love being on the show and getting to hear from you guys. I hear from all kinds of people. It's so fun. It's so cool to be able to, to see that and see the difference we're making because that's what we're all about is helping you find purpose and passion in your day-to-day life. And that's why I'm here on a weekly basis, sometimes once a week, sometimes twice a week. Maybe one day I'll surprise you with five episodes in a week. I don't know. It's just fun doing that. But I really appreciate that. I appreciate you guys so much. And I don't think you guys really understand how much I really do appreciate it. And hearing the comments, how you guys are learning, how much you guys are growing. I love it. It's so good to have positivity out in the world. And that's what I really work for and I strive for uh, with everybody. Um, I love the positive things in life. And it's so great to see that we can make a difference together. So greatly appreciate that to all you new listeners and, you know, listeners from the beginning and anybody that started in the middle. <laughs> so great to to know that. And thank you guys so much for sharing with your friends and family. That's the biggest compliment I can have. And I know you guys all say that you guys share that. So I greatly appreciate it. The show cannot be a show without you. So thank you guys so much. I know hopefully that never gets tired. You guys ever get tired of hearing that, but I greatly appreciate you guys. So I'm going to break some rules today. Is that okay? (laughs) Um, There are some things that I say on the show and, you know, I I was thinking this week and that's how I kind of came across this topic, but I was talking to some friends, I was talking to my wife and I always say not to kind of like really go back and look at your past, but I think your past kind of tells a story of who you've become today. So I'm going to... A lot of people ask me about some stories and they like to hear some stories about just some of the scenarios that I've been in, some of the things I've gone through in life. So I wanted to share some of those things with this. And what a perfect topic to share is, you know, with this definition for today, it's pride. So it's a high or inordinate opinion of one's own dignity, importance, merit or superiority, whether as cherished in the mind or as displayed in bearing conduct, etc. <laughs> so I'll tell you, (laughs) as I was thinking about this topic and as I look at this, I used to be so proud. I used to be so prideful in in me and, you know, what I was about and my message and all of these things. And, you know, it really got in the way. And it was very interesting when I had these conversations, these conversations come up all the time. And what I I think about, um, you know, with people and friends and, you know, whatever that looks like, you know, I have all these great conversations with people and I greatly appreciate them because they inspire these episodes. But it was interesting to see, you know, how much pride got in the way of me finding success. And I look back and, you know, a lot of the times what they say is, you know, um, you know, a fall of pride is going to, you know, it's kind of like a fall is going to come before or after pride. I think that's what it is, right? (laughs) I can't even get it right. So the fall always comes with your pride. And I looked back and I I think I've told you guys this. I used to do door to door sales and it was the best, worst decision I've ever made in my life. I did 11 months of door to door sales, made about $10,000. I worked my butt off six days a week. And at first it was very, it was tough because I'd never been in a real like kind of hardcore sales environment, right? I was selling, you know, um, a television service, TV, internet, and phone. And it was very tough job. And I'd never had a full-on sales job. I'd worked at, you know, um, some other companies that were, you know, kind of soft sales. People were coming in for the sales and things like that. But I'd never fully ever embraced doing like a hardcore sales job. 
And doing door to door is one of the toughest things because you are going, you, you have to put your pride aside to be successful. And, you know, you're going to get, you're going to get frustrated. You're going to get upset, but there's some positives that come out of it as well. And I would say some of the positive things I didn't really recognize until after I got out. Right. So let me tell you kind of some of the stories that would go on. Right. I'd go out. I'd start in the office. We'd have meetings at nine o'clock in the morning. So at nine o'clock in the morning, we had what we called as a leaders meeting. So we'd all meet. We kind of figure out, hey, you know, here's some of the new hires that we have on our teams. What are we doing with them? How can we make them better? And then we'd spend a couple hours, you know, uh, like an hour, hour and a half, kind of like a a raw, raw session. You're going to get pumped up for the day. You're going to learn some stuff. You're going to learn how to overcome some objections. And then you head to the field, right? (laughs) So it was very interesting. It was very hard because, you know, I'd be out from nine in the morning till, you know, nine 30, 10 o'clock at night. And that's when I was getting back. And, you know, you don't really recognize how hard it is or what you go through in the journey. But at the time I just moved to, to Dallas from uh, Phoenix, Arizona. And, you know, during that time in Arizona, I kind of left because I was just like, you know, I'm, I'm over it. I'm over, you know, seeing, you know, the same people over and over again. I want something new. But at the same time, I was, you know, young. I was 20, I guess, 21, 22, I, 22 when I moved here uh, to, to Dallas. And, you know, at, this, at the time, I was very hardheaded. I was very stubborn. I was so prideful in, in doing everything by myself. You know, hey, look at me. I can do it by myself. And I really learned in the door-to-door side that, you know, I had to kind of let go of that pride. There were so many times that I had to like really just, you know, be humble. And, you know, I really got humbled. (laughs) You know, making $10,000 in a a year is tough. And I know that there, you know, like I said, it's very hard to be able to pay your bills. There was times where I had to borrow money from my brother. I'd never, ever borrowed money from anybody. You know, my brother really helped me. You know, we shared an apartment and I'd be like, hey, man, I can't make rent this week. My check was $50. You know, can you spot me until next week? I know I'm going to have a better week because it was 100% commission. So I was like, man, you know, can you help me? You know, it was hard for me to ask for help. And, you know, little things throughout that time, you know, I really valued, you know, the hard work that I was putting in. I knew I was always a hard worker, but, you know, really the door to door kind of, you know, you know, humbled me. (laughs) You know, I've always kind of been humble and I've always, you know, been very, you know, about other people and, you know, making sure other people are happy. And it was just kind of a confusing time. But at the same time, I was so prideful and not being able to ask for help. It forced me to ask for help from family. It helped me, you know, I had to ask for help from friends and it was so uncomfortable. And there would be times where like I'd run out of gas. And, you know, (laughs) at the time I was dating, you know, my wife and, you know, I didn't have really a whole lot of money. You know, we went on our first date and I couldn't even pay $30 for the tab because I went to go put in my, my check, you know, (laughs) at the bank at like eight o'clock or before eight o'clock. That was my goal is to get it before eight o'clock. So I at least had a little bit of money to pay for, for dinner. And, you know, when that card declined, I was like, oh my gosh, I, you know, can you run it again? And they run it and they're like, sorry, sir. It's not. So I had to like my wife, <laughs> my date with my first wa- or with my wife, my first date with my wife. I was just like, oh my gosh, how embarrassing, right? And I felt so uncomfortable. But you know, it, it kind of you know creates this. There would be times where we had like, um, we had uh, what was it? We called team night, and we'd go out to restaurants, and you know, people were like, oh hey, you're gonna eat, and I'm like, no, I'm not. I couldn't afford a cheeseburger, right? <laughs> it was interesting to see, you know, but people were like, oh no, I can get it. And I would say, no, I'm, I'm hungry, but I, I, you know, I wouldn't even tell them I'm hungry. I was like, no, I already ate. I'm full. And it was so hard for me to tell people 
well, hey, man, I just don't have any money, you know, and I was so prideful in that and trying to, you know, really do that. But what it came down to was it helped me to learn and grow to get better for who I am today. And it really created a a better work ethic. You know, (laughs) it really created this excitement within myself to know that, hey, I can push beyond what my limits are. You know, I learned that some in football because, you know, my senior year, I was going to quit football and I decided, hey, you know what, I'm going to go run a mountain every day. I'm going to work my butt off. And I had a conversation with my dad and he told me, hey, you know, you shouldn't quit. You should continue to do it. You're having fun. Continue to do it and continue to push through. Great conversation. I didn't quit. I, I worked hard. And I worked harder, right? <laughs> and then when I came to door to door, you know, it would come down to, you know, instead of quitting, you know, at that last door and saying, you know what, hey, <laughs> it's 745, got to be back at the office at, you know, 815, 830, you know, I, I would push through and say, hey, I got to get one more door, right? That one more door. And a lot of times I would say, you know, I couldn't even put a percentage on it, but a lot of times, like 80% of the time, if I knocked one more door with the intention of, you know, working hard and, until the last minute, I would always get a sale because I put my pride aside and said, hey, you know what, just push through, just keep doing it. You know, one of the stories, and I'll tell you this story, and, you know, we talked about effort in the last couple of weeks and work ethic, right? Those all come together, but you've got to be humble in, in the this. So it was interesting. I was driving and it was about 45 minutes away from the office. And at the time I had a car that kind of, or it didn't have like the, the gas meter was never right and it would just go up and it'd say full and it'd go down. So I had to kind of watch how many miles I'd driven. <laughs> and that day I actually took one of the reps out. It was somebody from another team, but I took her out to be able to show her how to, you know, what right looks like as far as sales and how to work the, you know, the doors and, you know, how to overcome objections. And, you know, at the time we were knocking the doors, it was like one thirty. So we go, I do like a loop. We call it a loop. So we knock like 30, 40 doors and, you know, talk to people. And I talked to some people and I was like, great. You know, they're like, hey, my husband deals with that. Come back later. So I was like, hey, you know what? We finished this loop. Let's go have lunch. Let's go get some water. Let's take some, you know, take some rest. It's during the middle of the summer. So <laughs> as we're driving <laughs> in the middle of the street, my car just stops. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. And she's like, hey, is everything good? I was like, yeah, I think I'm good. We're good. And she was like, you know, cool, what's going on? I was like, well, I think we're out of gas. And it was so embarrassing because I took a new hire out and I was like showing them, hey, this is how the right right way looks like. And me as a a leader, I ran out of gas. (laughs) I wasn't prepared, right? So it, it was interesting because I learned a couple of different things about this. One, I had to find some way and some alternative to get gas. And at the time... I didn't have, uh, I had car insurance, but I didn't have roadside assistance. So I was like, man, you know, we're trying to think of it. I was like, hey, I ran out of gas. And she's like, you know what? Hey, you know what? I have roadside assistance. I'll call them, say, you know, and we'll work that and we'll get gas. And then you go fill up your gas tank. And I was like, great. So we sat there for two hours, (laughs) right? So I felt bad because, you know, we're sitting in this car. It's hot. You know, outside the car, it's hot. We're pulled on the side of the road, you know, the the truck gets there finally gives us some gas enough to go fill up and i was like man you know in my mind i was like man this stinks like you know i've got to continue to push through i've got to be able to show her this and i i really wanted to just be like man this is the end of the day you know this is going to cut my day in half by the time we you got back out there it's like six o'clock so you know went grabbed a bite to eat real quick filled up gas and then we went out there and i was like you know what i gotta make the best out of this for us, you know, we've got, I've got to be able to show that. Cause at the same time, like if we went out 
I always like to split my commissions if I went out with them because there's a hundred percent commission. So I wanted them to see that, Hey, at least we're going to make some money. And at the time when you go through that, you know, a lot of us are struggling. I was like, you know what? I got to, you know, I, I was at, at first I was like, man, I, I'm going to, I got to give her money, you know, out of my commission, even if I make the sales. And before I would have been like, you know, no, you know, maybe I'll give, you know, 10%. But my goal was to always be, you know, if I, if I gave, you know, 50, 50, right. I worked hard. I showed them how to do it. I would, you know, I'd give them 50% because I was like, you know what, I'm always going to close more sales. You know, they're, you know, I don't want them to struggle like I'm struggling. Right. So before I probably would have never done that. You know, I was always so worried about paying bills and I was always so concerned about that. But that whole day, you know, I was like, you know what, this day isn't over. I got to focus. I got to work hard. I can make it through this. I can push to the limits and I'm going to have the best day that we can have. Right. So as I got that pride or, you know, as I got that idea in my mind, and I got that excitement, you know, we ended up closing like three sales and we made like $325, I think was the amount that we made off of those sales. And it was a, it was amazing. You know, I had pushed the limits on how to be better and I was able to, you know, really kind of put my pride aside and say, Hey, I pushed through it. You know, I was able to get help and I wasn't ashamed of getting help. There was just no way around it. I had to get help and I had to ask for help. And at that point, that was when I realized that it's okay to ask for help and it's okay to let people know that, you know, Hey, you're struggling, but just know that, Hey, I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to struggle forever. But if I need some help along the way, I've really got to just ask for it because people never know what you're going through unless you talk about it. So I wanted to share that and let you guys know that, you know, one, we're breaking rules, right? (laughs) So don't be so prideful, you know, be humble, be willing, you know, if you need help, ask for help, right? That's an important thing in life. If you need help, ask for help, right? You can't do everything alone. When I built this podcast, I was asking everybody for help and just help in little ways. And, you know, hey, I would trade, you know, some information for them. Like, it's just weird how it works. But when it it comes down to it, I would ask people, hey, you know, can you review my podcast? I need to get better. I want to get better. And, you know, people would give me their feedback and I would find some way to help them. And we all kind of, you know, molded together and found ways to help each other. And it was great to be able to do that. Uh, but I don't think that I would ever be able to create something like this without learning how to put my pride aside and being vulnerable and being able to get in front of people and tell people my story because I was always so concerned about what everybody thought about. And I was always so worried about you know asking for help because it made me look weak. You're not weak if you ask for help. You're not weak if you know you're you know, if you're going out and working your hardest, right? You're working your hardest, you're getting that emotion, you're getting that excitement in life. And sometimes things are going to be hard, but just know that you can make it through it. No matter what, you can make it through it. But I would tell you, your pride is going to always get in the way. You're always going to fall if you let pride get in front of your face. And you're always so worried or you have this amazing thought of who you are, right? You've got to become selfless. And when you become selfless, great things start to happen around you, right? When I start to give great things and great energy to other people without expecting anything back, one, I don't harvest that as resentment because a lot of people will do that. You start to harvest this resentment because you're helping all these people with wanting something back in return. It's like a a silent contract. It's never good to, you know, wrap something around somebody and say, oh, well, hey, you know, three years ago, I gave you $20 and never saw anything in return. You never want to do that. You've got to be able to cast that aside, be humble, you know, give, you know, when you can give, right? Obviously, don't give away the farm if you don't have it. But there, there's times where, you know, I'd be willing to, 
you know, if I have like $10, you know, or I'm not making as much money, but somebody needed some help, I'm willing to do that because I know it's always, I'm always going to see the return on it. Whether that's a return in, you know, the feeling of seeing somebody happy and somebody excited, you know, or whatever. I know it's always going to come back and you guys got to know that it's going to come back, right? So let me leave you with this quote. Being humble means recognizing that we are not on earth to show how important we can become, but to see how much difference we can make in the lives of others. And that's Gordon B. Hinckley. So I hope you guys enjoyed me breaking some rules today. Feel free to look into the past. It can always create something better for you sometimes, right? (laughs) Don't dwell on the past, but be able to recognize patterns in the past that are going to make you better and just be the best you can be, right? That's the only thing that you can ask yourself is to live the best life you can live. So as always, remember to breathe motivation and exhale success. I will see you next week. Thanks.